Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Out to Be podcast. My guest today is Brianna Rellis. Brianna is a Dallas based strategy consultant for performing artists. She is a singer songwriter, a course creator, and an author of Performing Artist Pathway. After being an artist herself, including from being one of the top 100 finalists on American Idol season four, Brianna shifted her focus to being a full-on entrepreneur and teacher to other singer-songwriters and artists in the music industry. On today's episode, we're talking all about her top three tips for gaining clarity when you are feeling stuck. And we also talk about her new course, which is called Performance Artist Pathway as well. And I cannot recommend this course enough. Brianna is so knowledgeable. This course is such a good way to get your knowledge on the basics of being an entrepreneur in the music industry. I've said it before, I'll say it again, being an artist is being an entrepreneur. And sometimes when we're focused so much on our craft and our songwriting and instrument, we lose track of the entrepreneur side of things and we can get a little bit stressed out because we don't come into the world, decide to be a performer, and then all of a sudden become an expert on business. And sometimes we need some help with that and we need someone to teach us. So that being said, Brianna has created a course just for that, just to help you do that. And I've been peeking around on it. I haven't finished it yet, but let me tell you this. I'm super amped when I see that the one of the first lessons is about organizing your Google Drive. Like, I'm not kidding you, you guys. If you are feeling discombobulated, if you are feeling like you need a little bit of help to organize yourself, to set some goals, and then to figure out how to really execute your artist career from an entrepreneur perspective and really grow your career and make money, this is the perfect course for you. So in order to sign up, you can use my sign up link, which is bit.ly slash P-A-P-K-D. So that stands for Performance Artist Pathway and then my name, Katie. So again, that's bit.ly slash all lowercase P-A-P-K-A-T-I-E. So go ahead to the link, sign up or peek around a little bit at the course if you are intrigued. And I hope that you enjoy this week's episode with Brianna. I know you're going to enjoy it. It's a really good one. So if you have any big takeaways, be sure to screenshot this episode, post it on Instagram and tag both of us so we know what you loved. All right, let's dive in. Hey, Brianna, and welcome to the Out to Be podcast. Hello. How are you, Miss Katie? I am so good. How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm very good. I'm pumped for our discussion today. We're going to talk all about the top three clarity steps you can take when you are sick of the status quo and maybe have hit a wall. But before we jump into that, can you tell us about how you got started in the industry and in this kind of field of helping people get out of the mud? Absolutely. So I have been performing since I was a very young girl. I was a musical theater major in high school or college. I went to Pepperdine and studied musical theater. And then afterwards did commercial and radio voiceovers. And it was really at that time that I realized that uh, music was my passion and love. And I shouldn't have been even bothering with acting in the first place. Not, you know, not exactly, but pretty much. So then I started performing more and just really getting into my solo artist type things. And that was really eye-opening for me because I realized for the first time that, oh my gosh, like I can actually create something for myself. And um, it was a long road. It was really challenging, obviously. And I did American Idol back in season four when Carrie Underwood won. 
And after that experience, I actually um, moved from LA to Dallas, which is my hometown, and started a family with my husband. And music pretty much took a sidestep. Um, got put on the side burner until my husband, you know, woke me up and was like, if you don't sing, perform, write music, you're going to drive yourself nuts and you're going to drive me crazy. And thank goodness I have a supportive, awesome husband. Who, yeah. Like, yeah. He's like shaking me, you know, that's you amazing. Have to do music Cause I had gotten really depressed and I tell people this all the time. I'm like, if you're an artist, you have to find a way to continue doing your art or because it's, it's in your fiber, it's in your bone, your bones. And ultimately your body will physically like reject, like your body will literally physically, you know, reject the fact that you're deciding, Oh no, I'm not going to do it because it's like a lifeline for you. So I got very depressed and, you know, I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And, and, um, it became very clear that it was, it was imperative that I incorporate music in my life. And from there, I started gigging around Dallas, formed a band, started performing again and writing. And it was a, it was a blast um, until I started having more babies and then became, became a chore. So <laughs> once, once I started shifting, you know, in life, I started really creating this, like, or having this desire to mentor others and to work with others. So I started vocal coaching and performance coaching. I work with a lot of indie artists and bands when they're prepping for reality television um, auditions and then also like live performance. So I started really mentoring and getting into that. And the mentoring led to me writing my book, Performing Artist Pathway. And then writing performance, perform, Performing Artist Pathway led me to speaking at music festivals and really connecting on a national level with a lot of artists and mentoring in that regard. Um, and then as far as taking, you know, what I do now, I'm really focused now on creating um, a platform or an area for artists to implement small business principles and tools into their artist business. My husband and I own um, several restaurants in Dallas. And so my background is small business. So in addition to being a performing artist, you know, I basically couple my small business background as a restaurant owner and performer and create, you know, something really um, unique for artists to, to kind of follow. So it's really fun. And that's pretty much, I kind of like created and paved my own way. And, and, and I took, and it took forever. <laughs> I got here, you know, yeah. it's like, that's the thing. It's like, I didn't have a mentor telling me what to do, or, you know, I didn't have a me, um, you know, out there. And I, that's what I always say, like, God, I wish I had a me when I was 21, you know, and yeah. I didn't. So that's a lot of the reason why I do what I do is because I'm passionate about empowering other artists. Awesome. I love what you're doing. And I love that you also take, you know, this entrepreneur side, because I really believe, and I always say it, that being a musician is the same as being an entrepreneur. Like you're selling yourself, you're creating your own products in a way, which is your music and your brand. And you have to know these tools in order to be as successful as possible. And so it's really helpful. Not obviously you have to hone in your your craft and whatever it is musically that you're doing, but it's so cool that you're teaching these foundations of business to musicians. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that later on in the episode, but for now, let's dive into these top three clarity steps that you can take. If you are a musician and you're feeling very much like what I'm doing now is just not working and I don't want to live my life this way. I don't want to operate in this way anymore. So what do you say we start with? Okay. Yeah. So you're going to start with slowing down long enough to get real with yourself and take a personal inventory. 
So I always say that when you hit a wall, when you're stuck, when you, when you can't really see the forest through the trees, so to speak, you know, it, a lot of that, a lot of that is because you're overwhelmed and there's so much kind of going around you that, that you, you don't have clarity. Um, but the first, in order to like even get there, cause clarity's down the road. The first step is taking personal inventory and that's like the real soul work, you know, that the soul excavation um, necessary to uncover, you know, your authentic desires and really uncover what's going on at the root, like at the root level, at the base level. Um, so you're thinking about questions like, what do I want? What is my current life situation? What do I have any really bad habits that I need to get rid of? Is there anything good going on and where am I thriving and, and recognizing, okay, these areas are working. These areas are not. And, and getting real, like a lot of times people don't want to take the time to even answer these questions because it hurts and it might uncover um, a need for them to actually put some work in. Yes. And we don't want to work. Yes. So we don't want everything easy, right? We don't want to create any further pain. Um, but the truth of the matter is if you're feeling a little anxiety or a little pain, it's because you're growing and you know, our bodies, like our bodies are responding. You're responding to the growth, the personal growth, uh, the physical growth, whatever that might be. And the first step is to really take inventory of your current situation and answer some very, very hard questions to determine, okay, where exactly do, do I want to go? Where exactly am I headed? And what are my roadblocks? What's keeping me from getting from point A to point Z? Yeah. And it might seem kind of obvious for some people listening, like, yeah, start with doing that. All right. That makes sense. But the thing is, like you said, so many people do not do this. They do not take the time to just check in with themselves and actually think about what is going wrong, but also what's going right. And where can I learn from the, the things that are going right and incorporate that? Where can I acknowledge like, okay, you know, maybe I show up at my full, my normal nine to five job every day and I end up with a migraine at the end of the day. Hmm. That's interesting. You know, and you're not really putting two and two together, but being able to sit down in this way and keep track and also just really evaluate on a larger level can help can help you see that like things all interplay together, right? Like nothing is really exclusive from one another. And sometimes that's really helpful in identifying why you might be so overwhelmed in the first place and why you might be feeling stuck in the first place. I think oftentimes people get into a place of just like, I'm overwhelmed. And then like, that's it, right? It's like, well, why are you overwhelmed? Yeah, they what's, shut down. What's causing you to say that you are overwhelmed? Um, something I always tell my clients is overwhelm is a choice. And it was something that was really hard for me to learn when my coach told it to me, but recognizing that like you are choosing to be overwhelmed, which really means that you are choosing not to figure out what's causing this quote unquote overwhelm and choosing to not fix it. So you have the ability to sit down, to do the work within yourself, to reflect on what's going on and then make those changes. So I love that. That's such a great first step. A hundred percent. And, you know, I would say, you know, in line with those questions, it's also really asking yourself, like, who in my life is supporting me? Who can mm -hmm. I get support and accountability from? Yeah. And whose help do I need? Because if you're hitting a wall, 
it's quite possible that you are trying to do everything by yourself, thinking that you can just like muscle your way through it. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can, and you'll turn out just like me and it will take you 15 years to figure out where you're going, you know, where, how to get there, where you're going, how to even get there. Or you can actually get the support that you need and invest in yourself and get help. So, yes. you know, that's, that's a huge a huge thing that you need to ask yourself in this inventory. It's like, whose help do I need? Mm-hmm. Who is going to help me get there? And who's also bringing you down? Like, yeah. do you have friends or family members? Like, don't be surprised if they're people who are supposedly closest to you who are actually just a big ball of negativity. And every time you bring up your music career, they're like, oh, you're still doing that. And then that affects you, right? Like, I'm not saying you have to cut your mom out of your life, but I'm saying you have to set boundaries and notice like who's saying what, how does it make you feel and how can you adjust that relationship or set boundaries or do what you need to do to make sure that you're not bringing like extra stress, extra negativity into your life. Such a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Absolutely. I always say, take out the trash. Ah, that's good. (laughs) That's good. Okay, cool. So what's step number two, after we've taken inventory, what do we do next? Okay. So the next step after you've taken inventory is I create my clarity brain dump. Okay. So the clarity does not come right away. So I actually set a timer. This, this is just my method and everybody has their own thing. I set a timer. I put on some like inspirational music for me. It's we bought a zoo by Jonesy. It's that soundtrack. And I set my timer for about seven to 10 minutes and I start really just allowing all the ideas to flow from pen to paper. Yes, I write it down. I think that writing down, you know, it allows me to see what's going on, but there's something about the creative process of putting pen to paper. And I think of everything. I think of ultimately, where do I want to be? Let's, I, I kind of go from one, you know, now to a year from now right now, because I'm going to do these often. We change, we evolve. What I want now is might, might be different from what I want six months from now. So I say between now and a year, what do I want? What's upsetting me? And I think about everything. I think about relationships. I think about home. I think about creativity, like maybe different projects that I want to do. I think about, um, personal things that I need to work on, whether I need like my health, for example, like I think about roadblocks that are getting in the way and I think about priorities that I have and what I, and where I want to go in my business, my music business between now and let's say a year, because from that I'm creating, you know, my plan, my strategic artist plan between now and the next year. But it starts with that brain dump because I'll tell you what I realized, you know, back, um, the beginning of the year when I, when I did the last one, I've been performing, performing my entire life. And as I completed this clarity brain dump, I looked down at this paper of all these colors because I like to get all my colors out. And I did not see performing or singing on this piece of paper one time. Wow. So it made me realize, oh my gosh, that's no longer a priority right now. Like yeah. all of these other things have taken priority. And it's not to say I don't love it, uh, but seeking performance opportunities are not a priority for me right now. And I am choosing to spend my time on other areas that either are going to grow my business or they're going to enable me to mentor and feed into other artists. That's my priority. So, you know, that was a huge revelation to me that was very surprising. 
And that's the type of stuff that, that comes up when you do this. So, you know, if it's, if you need a framework, then put quadrants on your page and think about each quadrant representing some aspect of your life, whether it be projects, whether it be business, whether it be relationships or personal and take the time to just really don't judge anything that comes to that paper. And then afterwards, you're going to look at it and start looking at the commonalities. You're going to see there might be certain ideas that come up several times. If that happens, you need to be circling that because those are key things to be focusing on. Yeah. And then you're going to identify, you know, your top priorities from that brain dump, which will lead to the next step. First of all, Rihanna, I'm like very much in sync with you right now because it's so interesting for the past year or so since I really, you know, went all in with my business, I've had a lot of people ask me, Oh, are you still performing? Are you, you know, still doing this? And I kind of always felt like I had to justify like, yeah, just kind of fell out of my priority list, but it happened almost by accident. Like I just sort of phased out of performing and phased into doing stuff for woman crush. And I was booking shows for woman crush. And then I was working on my own business and helping other artists. And it just, I never felt the need to like do a show for myself. But I think if I had done an exercise like this, now I'm like keeping up to date with my goals and priorities pretty frequently, but I'm never really like putting it all on paper and then sitting and kind of realizing like, oh, this isn't on it and that's fine, you know? <laughs> so for a while, I actually just played a show um, at the beginning of October and I, I had to like, it was interesting because as I was approaching it, I'm like, this is going to be kind of like a testing thing of, you know, seeing like, is this a priority for me? How do I feel when I do this? Do I need to incorporate it back in my life? And I came to the consensus of like, yeah, that was fun, but no, I don't miss it. And I don't feel the need to do it like regularly, like I used to. And it's fine. You know, it is what it is. I like to perform more, a little bit more often than I have in the past few years, but still that specific example, I was like, same, because <laughs> I just went through that. And it's, especially as an artist, it's such a weird switch to make, right? Like, what do you mean? I'm not pursuing this thing that I thought I was going to spend my whole life doing right now, but stuff changes. Like your priorities will shift and change month to month, year to year. And that's okay. And I think that's why this exercise in particular is very, very beneficial. Absolutely. I mean, I can't tell you how many people ask me, so when are you performing next? When are you seeing next? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm not like, and yeah. then they get, they almost get like offended. Like they're like appalled that I'm not going to be, you know, performing or singing, which is really sweet. It's very nice. To yeah. Them, but <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I mean, I got stuff to do like, I, you know, and it's, and I do, and I do enjoy it, but at the end of the day, it's that choice. Right. And mm -hmm. I don't feel bad about it. I love it. It's a part of who I am, but I've incorporated my my love for music and my connection to creativity just in a different way. So it's really yes, an evolution. Yes. And as, as humans, we evolve. And like you said, our priorities do shift, but really being empowered though with that decision is the most important piece because yes. you're not saying, Oh, I can't because now I'm doing this. It's, or I'm no. too busy, right? Like, yeah, Oh, I'm just yeah. too busy. So, can't fit it in. You know, having that empowered decision and saying, no, I choose to spend my time this way is more empowered. Yes. And, you know, it's okay that your goals and dreams shift and love, love yourself for that. It's okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, mic drop on that, but uh, we're not done with this topic yet. Cause I have a couple more questions. <laughs> um, cool. So I want to get specifics. When you sit down to do this brain dump, are you writing things just like one word, like performing or singing or writing? 
or are you writing things? And I imagine there's no right or wrong, but I just want to get a, you know, a clear picture of what you recommend. Is it more of, I want to focus on my health or my health is a priority or in a year from now, I want to feel better in this way, or I want to like lose 10 pounds. Like how specific are you getting? How general are you getting? How are you framing it when you write it down? Are you focusing more on like the intention for later or the negatives of now? Okay. I'm actually not uh, even going there. I'm literally saying in my head, what do I want for myself in the next year? Okay. What do I want for myself in the next year? What do I want? And that, and if it, if one of those things is stop yelling at my kids, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to write, stop yelling at the kids. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Or I'm going to write EP because I want an EP or, and this can include symbols. This can include hearts, like love, like heart. The word heart was like kind of my word, not kind of, it was my word of the year Mm -hmm. because I want to operate with full heart and integrity in everything that I do with my family, with my friends, with my business, with my clients. So there's hearts all over my, my mind map um, or clarity, you know, brain dump. My apologies. Yeah. So, um, other things that might be there, uh, EP was one, uh, online course, you know, I've been talking about this online course for a, a year and a half. So I'm like, no, I need to get this done. Right. So that's one of them. When I think of home, I think of, um, I, I just, I need to, I need a place like a, a peaceful, quiet place where I can like go and just breathe, read my book. So I might, I kind of have like, you know, create nook like, and it's sort of like, it's almost like almost action items, right? But then yeah. there's other things like, you know, love, you know, with my marriage. You know, I want to make sure that I have a healthy marriage and, and like mm-hmm. I want priori- to prioritize that. So that, yeah. I might write that at the top of the page, you know, because I want that to have priority. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, what else? Is this getting a little more specific? Like, yeah, definitely. Exercise, you know, like prioritizing my health in terms of like, having doing exercise because mm-hmm. we get so busy sometimes that we think oh that shouldn't be a priority but it it has to be a priority because it's scientifically proven that when we exercise that refreshes us blood rushes to the brain gets us moving gets us clear you know gets us focused so it's a priority yeah okay cool so it's kind of like if you have super specifics of like ep in may you can write ep in may but if you have more of just like want to prioritize my relationships and you know there's varying degrees of specific specific how do you say that specificity specificity (laughs) i'm never choosing that word again it's too hard to say um (laughs) but trajectory trajectory (laughs) that's easier trajectory no it's not easier it's (laughs) it's not it's not um okay but various degrees of how specific you want to get and you know, if you are a little bit less specific, but you know, something wants to be a priority, like for instance, if health is is a priority, but you just don't know what that means yet necessarily, like, are you changing your diet? Are you exercising more? That's okay. But it's just a way to get you started and figuring out what your focus is on. And then going from there, uh, determining like the tasks and the roadmap to get there. Absolutely. And so like, I might even have like a huge X, I might like write something down and put a huge X over it, which Mm -hmm. means cut this out. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Um, one of the things that was important to me this year was like to have fun. I've, I'm really serious. Like I'm goofy. I'm very goofy, but I'm, I'm very serious when I get focused because I, I like to get stuff done. Like I, I execute, I'm really good at executing when I have a plan. Yeah. And 
I forget to have fun and I forget to celebrate. And I, for, you know, so having fun was a priority to me. Um, traveling was a huge priority for me this year. So there's things like that, you know, that all showed up and um, living into the local, like I'm a local girl, uh, Dallas. And so I had Dallas written really, really big on my clarity brain dump because I was trying to find or fill a need that I felt we had in the Dallas music scene. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of other things that sort of surfaced. Yeah. Cool. So is there anything else that we should keep in mind or is worth mentioning while we complete the second step? I would just say that this second step, if you're performing this, let's say in December or January can completely 100% lead to you creating your vision board. Yeah. Because from this clarity bearing dump, I literally did my entire vision board. I knew exactly what was a priority. I knew exactly what I was looking for and how I wanted to focus um, and be very, very intentional in the next year. Yeah. Okay. So take us into step three. What is the third clarity step? Okay. So from this brain dump, you're going to identify the top, let's say three things that you want to happen for the year. Mm -hmm. You're going to circle them really, really big. Um, and the hope is that one of them is music business related or creatively related, whether you're trying to put out new music, get in the studio, whatever, or write, just song, write, whatever that might be. And you identify those top priorities. And tip three is to set goals and execute upon the plan. So the goal setting would be how you create your plan to move forward and get unstuck. And I, I actually will do, you know, yearly, quarterly, monthly, breaks it down to weekly. And that sounds like crazy, but if you think of it very simple, like in threes. So, okay, top three goals for the year. Awesome. If I'm going to meet those top three goals for the year, where do I need to be each quarter? If I back my way out each quarter, what are the top three things that I need to do in those three month chunks to hit those top three goals at the end of the year? And then we break down those quarters to monthly. What are the top three things that I need to do this month to get to those, that major goal for the quarter? And then weekly, top three things every single week to get to the month goal. So for example, this month, I'm launching my online course. So I broke, because October's got like five weeks pretty much, I broke it out in five weeks and I put three, three priority items in every single week that I have to hit so that by the end of the month, everything's rolling out smooth. Yeah. Um, and so that's, it's just, I, when I think of threes, and, and by the way, it, you don't start with three. You start with the MIT. You start with the most important task, right? Number one. So if that means getting your butt early, uh, getting your butt up early at, you know, 5 a.m. Or, or, or not, if you're not an early bird, you find out when your genius hour is. That has to be the very first thing that you focus on to knock out number one so that you can, you know, pave the way for two and three to get done. So... I like, I like this cause I'm very much the same like brain as you and, you know, thinking bigger picture and strategic and breaking it down. But I know, especially for some creatives who don't identify as being a little bit more structured or organized, even though I believe that you, you still can get there. You just have to, you know, change your mindset on it. But what would you say if somebody hears this and they're like, Ah, a whole year and then going back. That's like too much. Too I crazy. can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't even know what I'm doing like next month. Yeah. 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 
then I would, I would just break it up literally into one month at a time. Like that, because that's how you can take action today. Like I, I was talking to my coach the other day and I said, I have no idea what's going to happen in the new year. Like I know what I want. I know what I want to happen, but I'm not hundred percent clear on that. I'm now at a place where I'm getting, I'm getting there. So I just started with this month. Okay. In October, this is what I need to do. One, two, three. And then I broke it down. And that, if you're stuck, just think about what the easy win is. How can you, how can you have an easy win where at the end of this month, you can be proud of your progress because we are so judgmental as artists and we will literally have all of this success last month. And it's almost like we have selective memory. We decide, Oh, I wake up on the new month and decide, Oh, none of that matters. None <laughs> of that matters because of whatever lie I'm you know, saying in my head. So it's really important that we remember that each month we have an opportunity to reach, you know, whatever success we're looking for. And everybody's level of personal success is different, you know? So uh, there's like a whole other thing, you know, stop, stop looking at the artist next to you and going, but they're doing this, they're doing this. Like, no, what about you? Like, what is going to make you super thrilled and proud of yourself at the end of this month? And like, what is also the number one thing that you can do this month so that you can stop worrying about X, Y, Z and move on to the next thing, you know? So yeah. And I know in, in the start month to month, I apologize. Yeah. No. Yeah. I was gonna say in the past, we've talked about the importance of eliminating distractions before. And that I think comparisonitis is one of those big distractions that can come in. Right. And figuring out like this person's doing this, this person appears to be moving faster in this specific area. And sometimes it's literally like we're focused on recording an EP right now. We're not even focused on performing. And then you watch someone who's performing all over the place and you're like, but how is this happening? Why is it not happening for me? And it's like, you're not even trying to do that right now. Why are you so worried about what this person's doing? So I think comparisonitis is a really big distraction, but talk to us about the importance of eliminating distractions and what some other distractions might be when we are trying to focus in and reach our goals each week, each month, and each year. Yeah, absolutely. So distractions are tough. Um, Comparison is uh, one of the top, right? Um, It's really... It, because here's the thing, you know, it, it, it impacts you like on like a cellular level almost, you know, it, it starts just like, it's almost like that black cloud that just sort of starts sifting through your body and it's just so negative. So, you know, eliminating distractions like comparison can be done by um, putting a limit on how long you're going to troll on social media you know, like mm-hmm. how many, how much hours of the day are you spending on your phone scrolling through, you know, your feed or through stories or whatever that might be. Ultimately you are wasting time and time is money and you could be getting some really incredible stuff done, but instead you're choosing to spend your time on things that are not profitable and on things that are not even positively impacting your life. So I would say that um, technology can be a major distraction. And I would also say that relationships can be a major distraction. Mm -hmm. I think you need to pick and choose who you're hanging out with, 
making sure that they are healthy relationships, um, creating boundaries when necessary, and being specific with your day and intentional with your day. Like if you're going to go hang out with your girlfriend and have lunch, make it an hour, hour and a half lunch tops. Don't spend three hours unless it's a Friday having lunch, <laughs> having lunch when you know you got stuff to do. Yeah. Um, and those, and I mean, for me, you know, I'm an adult. I like to drink wine. Uh, sometimes wine and alcohol can become a major distraction because I'm out having fun. One glass leads to three. And then I get home and decide that that's the perfect time for me to open my phone and start scrolling through social media. Yeah, yeah. And I climb into this black hole and suddenly I thought I was going to bed an hour ago, but now I've wasted an entire hour scrolling yeah. through social, which then the next what? day I feel like crap. That always happens. I literally, I don't even drink, but I went to a show last night. So I got home at 1030, which is not, it's not like super late. I usually go to bed at 11, but for whatever reason, if I get home after 10, I'm like, oh, I don't need to like do my normal nightly routine. I'm just going to scroll myself to sleep tonight. And it was something I, I have to realize and be like, don't do that, Katie. Like there is no reason for you to scroll instead of read and go to bed at the same time that you normally do. <laughs> but it's just kind of funny how these things sometimes create like excuses or reasons for us to do something different. And then, you know, today I wake up feeling much less rested, much more tired than I needed to. Absolutely. Yes. So I think phones, relationships, um, social media, those are, you know, a lot of distractions and they can knock us off our course and obviously life happens. So there's other distractions that you have no control over. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, you're human. You need to just do your best and you get back on the horse when you can get back on the horse and don't judge yourself. I feel like that's another distraction is like this. Oh my God, I did so good with my routine last week. And this week I, it's just, I basically threw it in the trash, yeah. you know, well, it's okay. Start over. Yeah. Tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. So don't get distracted with all of the junk you just told yourself in your head, like acknowledge that you have the power in your brain to say, okay, I was off course, but now I'm going to get back on course yeah. moving forward and then move, just move on. Yes. Ah, oh, so good. Okay. So what if somebody is like, okay, I'm looking at my music goals and I feel like I've gotten rid of distractions. I even feel like maybe I have, you know, routine and I have motivation and I'm there, but I really just don't know what the steps to take are. Like, I just am really not clear on what are the most effective and appropriate steps and things for me to be doing to actually move forward. You need help. Yeah. <laughs> you need hire support. You need to hire support because if you are already looking at, okay, this is where I want to go and you can't figure out the steps that you need to take to get there, then you need to get in touch with someone, whether it's a professional or whether it's a friend that's already done this before, and you need to sit down with them and sort out your steps. I mean, I'm a perfect example of this. Um, anything that I do, if I can't figure it out myself within a you know, an amount of time that I feel is reasonable. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's the important note, yes, right? <laughs> I, I am not afraid to call anyone and ask for help because I'm not going to try. I don't have time. I just don't have time to muscle through, uh, you know, my day trying to figure something out when I can easily give someone so a call or I can, I mean, I can hire a coach and it doesn't even have to be like hiring a coach for six months. It could be literally 
hey, can I have a few sessions? Can we create a month together? Or, you know, find someone that, that knows what they're talking about that you can trust because that's obviously important and hire a professional to get you where you want to go. Like invest, make that investment. And if that's not the route you want to take, then like I said, um, talk to someone who's a friend, who's experienced, who knows what they're doing yeah, and yeah. see if they'll have some time for you because you know, you need to make sure that you're not just asking anybody because honestly, everyone's going to have a different opinion mm -hmm. and you don't want to be, you don't want to end up more confused than you were to begin with because you have yes. like 5,000 opinions of how you should be moving forward. Yeah, you know? totally. Totally. Oh, and, and, sorry. I'll let me add one more thing. Yeah. I have to say like, what does your gut tell you to do? Like if you pray, pray, if you, uh, meditate, meditate, but I think inherently if you're really tuned in and if you know what you want, you know what that first step is. You just have to decide whether or not to take it or not. So yes. I would say you need to consult support. You need to tune in and listen to your gut and you need to understand that when you need help, don't be afraid to ask for it. Yes. Oh, I, yes, I totally agree with you. I think it's so important. A lot of times indie musicians in particular feel the need to just do everything all themselves. And then no wonder they're feeling stressed out or overwhelmed or lacking clarity because you're not meant to do it all yourselves. You can ask for help in whatever way best suits you. So I'm so glad you said that. And speaking of that, you have a new course coming out. So can you tell us about your course and how people can get involved and what specifically it will help them with? Absolutely. So the course is a, an extension of my book, Performing Artist Pathway. And ultimately it's business strategies to help artists realize successful and profitable careers in music. And again, I take that small business approach um, for the course. Um, giving coaching account. So it's not just an online course. You're also going to uh, have resources and coaching. So the coaching piece is really important to me because I find that a lot of people just don't finish courses and um, they, my clients, I've just seen a ton of success when they're working with me one-on-one -on -one or in a group coach, uh, group coaching setting. So I'm, in, I'm including that coaching component to the course because I, I have found that that is the best way for my clients to reach success. Um, and ultimately, it's establishing that clear game plan and strategy so that you can stop you know, spinning your wheels every time you wake up on what am I supposed to do today or what's my next best step, um, including you know, marketing strategies to you know, lead artists to creating more opportunities for themselves growing an engaged um, fan base and, um, and essentially creating a sustainable career for themselves. So it's, it's exciting. You're going to find it at briannarellasmusic.com. It's going to be a course section on that, um, on my website. Okay. And it's an, it's built as an eight week course. So it'll have eight, eight sections with video content in each section, but this is a course that you can take at your own pace. It can either take you four weeks if you're going to binge it, or it's going to take you 12 yeah. or, you know, however long you want. I mean, that's the beauty of an online course. You can take it on your own time when it's convenient for you. So many people, artists are busy. They have work, they have jobs, they have uh, school, whatever that might be. Um, so for me, I created the course knowing that I just, I want 
these artists to understand that they can take themselves seriously as a business and that it really lays down the groundwork and foundation for them to have a sustainable career. Awesome. So enrollment is open now. There hopefully are still spots open by the time you guys are listening to this. But if you are interested in this course, act fast, go to Brianna's website now to grab your spot. And thank you so much, Brianna, for coming on the podcast today and sharing your wisdom with us. How can we connect with you further? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. I love everything that you do and I appreciate you having me. And you guys can reach out to me at briannarellasmusic.com, B-R-I-A-N-N-A, Relas, R-U-E-L-A-S, music.com. And follow me on Instagram at Music. Awesome. Thank you, Brianna. Like I said, be sure to catch Brianna's course on her website if you're interested. Or if you have any big takeaways from this episode, be sure to put it on your Instagram stories and tag both of us on Instagram so we know. All right, guys, have a great rest of your day. Thank you.